Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story, crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name's Carl, and that's who I am today. <laughs> that's it? That's it. I'm Riley, and I guess that's who I am today. I love throwing you curveballs. That's really what I try to do every time to see what you try to like meet him where he's at. And kind well, of he's sometimes he's like, I've been bartending for 13 oh. plus years. And I was like, I bartended for two years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then so every time I kind of feed off of what he says, but then he gave me nothing today. <laughs> Crumbs of a conversation to yep. develop. Perfect. You did well. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> I tried. And, and on today's podcast, we have another guest. This is going to make it five weeks in a row. It's been a hot minute since we've done five in a row, if any. I don't even know anymore. We done this is we are. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 61. <laughs> 53, 53. But close. Okay. Close. And is it Nicole or Nicole? It's Nicole. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should have asked you this before we started. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. A lot of people say Nicole. And I knew that wasn't right, but mm-hmm. I just let that one slide because it's fun. But yep, Nicole. Nicole. Mm-hmm. But how are you doing today? Super. We've known each other now for, I don't know, two, three years, I think now. Mm-hmm. You are a fellow bartender here in Dubuque, Iowa. Give yeah. someone who doesn't know you a quick 30-second intro. Okay. So, uh, I manage a fun little whiskey bar. I have a lot of freedom within that. I kind of I kind of got lucky with the owners being uh, super fun-loving and really open to all the creative ideas I bring to the table. So I'm really fortunate that way because I've grown a lot in the last like year working for them. Yep. And prior to that, I was at a bar, which you did ask me to come kind of armed and locked and loaded with a story. Mm-hmm. And today I kind of put it to the side, didn't think much of it. And I was taking like a rinse off in the shower and I was like, that's the story. That's, the story. that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the story. And it's about the previous place that I worked at. And I probably won't even name the place because whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> but that's where I met Riley as well. So yes. you know what I'm talking about. And uh, prior when I was there, I was a manager and, and it was a fun and it was, you know, it was a learning experience in its own right. But I was kind of always just kind of just stuffed in my own little frustration shell. So mm-hmm. this has been like, you know, a cottonseed opening. I've just been really fortunate to be where I am now so yep it's it kind of sucks that that's how it's be because like in Dubuque we don't have a lot of places that you can make cocktails and have your own freedom and stuff yeah. like that and if they just kind of like gate trust the process it's mm-hmm. just like let's do like we're here to help you because yeah. we want to make money right. and we're not here to fuck you over right. <laughs> like I mean unless I had a bunch of money yeah. that I didn't care but yeah. it's also whatever so and thankfully Dubuque has finally opened up and embraces the cocktail the price of the cocktail you know yes. the experience of the cocktail the entire gamut of you know the cocktail so yeah that's cool we're getting there and that's what's exciting someone someone's asked me like why don't you move to chicago or minneapolis i'm like it's actually kind of cool living in a city where we're on the forefront and there's like a small group of us who are like leading that charge you know and so yeah so what we do here on this lovely little podcast is we read stories off the internet talk about them should have been handled differently was it handled correctly is there an asshole is there a hero and then we rate that story one through five, one being your average story, five being a unique situation where we've never seen before. Right. And then we are adults who work in the bartending industry or have. Right. And we like to drink. Yes. And today, Nicole brought us over some tequila. What'd you bring over us today? It is Astral Blanco tequila from Jalisco, Mexico. We all agree that it's, it's decent. Mm-hmm. It was about $36 at Hy-Vee in Dubuque, Iowa. Yep. I chose something I'd never had before, hoping it wasn't um, shit. Casamigos. <laughs> Correct. Yep. I almost said it. <laughs> I'll call, we'll call out brands okay. on here. Are there rules? Tell me if there's rules. The, there's the only no rules is whatever okay. you want to. Okay. You can, you can okay. cuss. You can call out old jobs. If you don't want to call out old jobs, that's yeah. fine. Because okay. uh, usually we'll know what you're talking about yeah. anyways. Um, so what's funny is she'll send me random links of Louis. I love Louis. Yeah. 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 We're I friends with him. Like you I have his are? phone number. Oh, that's so cool. Like we've done videos. He's well, my fave. Not we're together, in it. We're but friends. When yeah. he pulled up that janky ass, sorry, Lou, but this is the best. 
Hold up that janky ass microwave. I was like, that fucker's from 1998. Yeah. <laughs> he's, doing, he, he's doing a series of, I'm going to make cocktails the weirdest way. Yeah. And now he, I didn't watch the full thing because whatever, but he microwaved a Negroni. Oh, yeah. interesting. And he, you saw the myriad of expressions, you know, f- pile over his face and he's just like, yeah, uh-huh, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> so I was do. excited for the review. Yeah, I can't wait till we go to Boston because that is once he, so his family owned a Brazilian barbecue spot. Okay. And uh, since he's Brazilian and I can't wait to go out and try that because every time they post food, it looks fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> looks great. But I digress. The story that I'm going to read today is from a Facebook group I'm in. I think you're in it too. Okay. The bartender's meme group or whatever. <laughs> so this is a group on Facebook where it's just a bunch of bartenders and we basically just give each other shit the entire time. It's basically just us to make fun of each other and just to... It's, you know, when you hang out with friends, you have some drinks, you just talk mad shit. Mm-hmm. You don't give a fuck. This is basically what this group is about. So this is from, um, hold on, I got two stories to choose from. I want to, I'll do this one. This is from Gretchen from three days ago. And her caption is, so we have to tell people we cannot serve them. So she sent a screenshot of a text message between her or I don't know if it's her, but a bartender and her bo- and the boss. Ooh, I hope it's good. It must be good. If you brought it to the table, it must be good. I hope so. <laughs> so the, here's what the boss says. Oh, excuse me. Please note, effective immediately, all tables are the responsibility of the waitress. This will include Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and any days and events that warrant a waitress to be scheduled. If a patron... Patron. 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 He's like, Patreon. If a patron comes to the bar to order, please advise them that a waitress will be right with them. This has been approved by all trustees and bar manager. Feel free to text me separately with any concerns. I do not want to blow up everyone's phone. I will bring all the concerns to the trustees for any further discussion. I hope you have a great day. And then the following text messages. Who is the bar manager? It's so funny. <laughs> and then that's it. That, that that's one. that's what that is all that is. And we've kind of talked about something like this before. Yes. One of the stories was a group of people. There was like fifty of them, and the server wasn't getting to them fast mm-hmm. at the time. And so a guest went to the bar to ask the bartender to make them a drink, and the bartender made them that drink. And there was this huge argument that the server got mad at them. I think that was how the story went, if I remember correctly. But uh, that was. That was a discussion we had with somebody while we were drinking at a bar, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let me get this straight. The person who posted this is confused that they have to tell people that they can't serve them when they come up to the bar if they belong to a table. No, it was. So we all have to tell people. We have to tell people we cannot serve them. Laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. She's making fun of the statement saying that if people come to the bar asking for a drink, we tell them to go back to your table. Your server will be right with you. The bartender cannot serve the patrons. Right. Yeah, that's what I, yep, that's, yep. yeah. Okay. But you yep. asked if they're that's confused. They're not confused. They're, oh, they're so making they're, fun of They're making fun, fun of, of the statement. And the staff is confused as in who's the bar, who's the bar manager. Right, right, like, right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm confused as to why that's something to laugh about. Like everything that seems on this like page a policy enrages me. <laughs> yeah, it is a very frustrating. I mean, I'm like I'm gonna, I'm jumping out of this group any minute. <laughs> <laughs> but then that like, just seems like it. That seems like a policy. Like that's that's sure, and it's it's a it's a policy that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But again, if someone comes up to your bar, you're going to tell them to go back to their seat and wait three more minutes for a drink. You can make them yeah. that drink, and then you could put that on their tab. Correct. And then they could get tipped out for it. Right. Or you can appropriately. Right. So the, so they go, okay. So then the discussion goes into why did they put Tuesdays? Tuesdays are usually slow in bars and restaurants. So they're saying they're going to hire staff waitresses just to serve a couple of tables when a bartender could handle that table by themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're take there's a possibility that they're taking away from bartenders who could serve tables, but they want an actual cocktail server. Serving I don't them. think I have enough information about this story or this specific bar to, to, make a a judgment on whether or not the bartender is being a dick for posting this or the management is being a dick for imposing the policy. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's think about it this way then. No matter if we're busy or not, someone comes ask for a drink. 
why would you not make him that drink? If they're part of a table or not, what would, what, why would you stop from making them a drink? I wouldn't stop from making them a drink, but if the policy is that they need to order it with their server, then it's going to be on you, the bartender, to communicate with the server that they are A, that they A, need to go touch their table, or B, that, they, that they're having people come up to the bar and order something, and this is what they need to put on the tab. But why does the guest have to uh, feel the punishment of the server not doing their job correctly? That's a management problem. That's not your job to, as you always say, that is not your job to police. That is the manager's job to police. But my job. So if the server isn't doing their job per policy, then that's not your problem. I understand. But isn't the bartender's job to provide the best guest experience possible? So if someone wants a drink, you can make them that drink. But that's not, that's not your job to you. We have had this discussion in reverse, that's not your job to decide. That's management. And the punchline of the um, <clears throat> of the story is, who's the manager? Who's the barman? Bar right. Man. There's no one to reference. Right. There's no one to mm-hmm. to look forward, to, you know, look towards to lead them because it just right. like it sounds like it's chaos. Yeah. And just like every other situation where people come to bitch, it's uh-huh. usually chaos. Right. And upper management, who usually doesn't have their fingers in the honey hole, mm-hmm. doesn't have any idea right. how things are run or how things work and operate. And that was the other thing, too. A board of trustees and the bar manager oh, sure. side of this. Yeah. Who the f- and someone goes, who are trustees? Yeah. And I and I remember a comment, a bunch of assholes that don't know what the fuck they're doing or right. don't work in the industry. Yeah. So right. people who aren't in the weeds and understand how this works, they're saying that uh, that they're making decisions for you, how to do your job. I don't know how to do your job. It's basically creating a, um, it's different. It's dividing the server and the bartender. So right. now we have the, you know, the frustration there. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you've got no one to go to for your frustration. Right. And everything just kind of falls apart after that. And I'm right. guessing, I mean, corporations usually have something in place or, you know, policy in place where it's very strict and no one's making money mm-hmm. in that circumstance. But at this, you know, I would think if they did this right, people would come in and they would know that they sit at their table and that the, Patron will be taken care of by a server, period. Don't go to the bar. It's not, you're not going up to the bar, period. There's, right. You're not, unless you're, are they saying any, the people who are sitting at the bar can order food? I don't know, they didn't say anything. They didn't say that. But. I mean, you would, one would assume that in this situation that if you're sitting at the bar, then the bartender is going to take care of you. Yeah. But like if, if you, people from tables are coming up to the bar to order drinks, that's something that, that the management needs to address to the server. Who's right. not doing her job or yeah. their job. Yeah. I mean, I would politely just, if I was the bartender, I would just politely say, Hey, your server will take care of you. Please S- sit back down and wait for right. her. Him. Uh, I'll, <laughs> if I see your, I'll send your server over. Yep. You have to order with her. I'm sorry. Yep. That's, yeah. and that seems that's just the way it is. The policy of the environment. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't seem like any, like, I mean, if management is a joke, then I can see how that this would be taken the way that it appears to have been posted. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if that's policy, it's policy. It's not your job to decide. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting though, that they say this will include Tuesdays, Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah. Like why, why those three specific days that you have to, to tell them that maybe they have other things going on that are really important. Like, they do bingo on Tuesdays. I don't right. know. But I like don't know. something right. where it brings in a bigger crowd. Right. It's, I think that was half the thing too is like a oh, fucking Tuesday. Like no one's that busy on a Tuesday where a bartender can't take care of this or that. Usually. The Morocco on a Monday in Dubuque, Iowa is lit. Yeah. <laughs> there's a well, hundred cars in that parking lot. I'm always like, what? well, there's only like five restaurants open it's on a super, Monday. You're right. But they have got, <laughs> they've cornered the market for supper club. Mondays. Yeah, it's Supper Club Mondays. I want to get in on that. Is that the like, bar where we sat at when they said that they no. don't serve us at the bar? No, that bar is a free. That's for Mario's. All. Oh, I get, we can't. Eat. You can on a slow night there. You no, can't, no, we, you can't we, eat at the bar. I have. I wonder if it's been. We went there like six chicken. months ago. Is it Mario or Marcos? Which one's the Taco Marcos, John's? you cannot. Marcos. Yeah. It's that one. Then. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we sat yeah. at the bar. It was dead of spuck, and we started ordering food. And like, you can't eat at the bar. Like, what the fuck, man? I hope they said it just like that. You can't eat at the bar. Well, it was a new. <laughs> it was a new person. She was trying to take her okay. order, yep. and then the experienced bartender that fucking. Seem like she hates her job, but she's just there because it's easy money. It was like, yep. we do not serve. She's, I don't know what. We that don't is. serve food at the bar. bar. She doesn't have any other skills at this point. It's been 30 years. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yep. She knows exactly. I'm going to make $187 yeah. tonight. <laughs> right. Not a dollar more or less. Yep. And she thinks lover. getting 18% is like being a good bartender or bee server or whatever in a local's lover. Yeah. Right. Because, mm-hmm. oh my God. 18% for her is good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was so funny because that same night, there was a group of about seven older ladies sitting at a table and they were trying to nickel and dime the entire bill. We could hear them like, why do we get charged for this? Why do we get charged for oh, that? They were bad. They got charged 50 cents for bread. Yeah. When I went to Oolong last, sorry to name drop. I am going to drop that too late. Um, I got charged for to go silverware and I was like, for real, come on, come yeah. on. Okay, fine. I, I succumb. It's right. fine. Whatever. Yeah, they always ask me, do you need to go? I'm like, I'm taking this home. I have plenty of silver at home. I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we were super off topic now. But anyways, I guess I just find it interesting because like all stories on here, there's not a lot of context. We're taking this yeah. one little paragraph or yeah. three paragraphs, I guess, and trying to decipher what the fuck is going on In the on comments here. section is just chaos. Oh, it's chaos. I would, I would equivalate this to being like at Champs in Dubuque. <laughs> Champs Americana, or what's it called now? It was, was it? Old Chicago. It's Old, old Chicago. Chicago. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. That's what I would think. If I was sitting yeah. at a table and I ran to the bar, they'd be like, are you at a table? Yeah. <laughs> I would say yes. And they'd be like, okay, we'll send over your server. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. To me, this seems like a poorly run business. Yeah. Trying to institute policy that makes them better run, but not doing it the correct way. But, I mean, the policy itself doesn't seem... It seems valid Mm -hmm. and that if that's the case probably from an institutional standpoint the way i look at this is they know one of their servers is shit but they need they need a way to write her up they need they need to justify discipline there you go interesting yeah and in order to do that they have to prove that she's not taking the tickets that she Mm -hmm. or taking the tabs or the orders that she needs to take she's spending too long on her phone she's taking too many breaks blah 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 blah. she's not providing customer service so she needs to they need to find a way to write her up and Mm -hmm. fire her and she, as soon as she's fired, everything goes back to normal. Right. Probably. The, <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. obsolete. <laughs> I've seen that happen. Yeah. 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 I Tricky. Just, I'm just one of those people. If someone comes at the bar, they want a drink. I'm going to make them the drink. Yeah. If, do I, I, I'm also one of those bartenders. I don't feel like I have to ring them out because I'm, I want that dollar tip. I don't give a sure. fuck at the end of the day. Right. If it's mm-hmm. just one drink. Now, if they come in and order like fucking 10 shots, right. I'm fucking ringing you up. Right. Six bush lights and yeah, everything, oh. everything, everything. Right. Because yeah. in my, my mind. It's no different than like, let's say you came in with six people, you start at the bar to have just one drink and then you move to a table and then they ask you, can we transfer it or not? It's the same. It's the same thing in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because they know they're going to go sit down. They could go sit down right now, but they choose to come to the bar for whatever to just hang out and relax. So I'm just going to make them that drink. And I'm like, do you want to cash out or do you want to put on your tab? Right. Whatever you want. I don't fucking care. Let's go. And I'd be like, I'll be, it's Wednesday. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, I guess it's more funny if I brought up all the comments. We start reading the fucking yeah. comments because it, people just lose their skulls. Like they can't handle it. Yeah. And I just, I'll skim it and I'll be like, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much to say. It is so funny though, too. Like I come from a cocktail background. Like, uh, the diviest bar I've worked at is Seven Hills, and that's, oh, not, a that's not a dive bar. Right, that's what I tell people. Ooh, so is this on your list, Jess? That's not your... true at all. What are you talking about? Catfish fight, Charlie's. Fight, fight. I didn't work at Catfish. No, not Catfish. What, what was the one in uh, Shoeyville? Oh, my God. I, I do not count that as a bar. You worked there. <laughs> that was the definition of a dive bar. It was a restaurant. How long were you there? Dive restaurant. Fine. Like three or four months. Okay. It was still a dive. Mm-hmm. It was in the middle of nowhere. That's true. I, I see. I forget. You I worked forgot. there because it was horrible. But I do have one of the best stories from there. Created a big cavern in your brain cell. <laughs> like- I have two great stories from there. One time, me and the server got into it because I wasn't making her drinks fast enough. Well, I go there up before you even get back. Andale, andale. And her and I just get into it all the time. And she had to tip me out. And there was one that she owed me like a dollar eighty or something so stupid. And I told you, you fucking owe me a dollar eighty. I'm not paying you shit. Is that for the entire shift? Because mm-hmm. that is the way it works for people who don't realize that. Yeah. 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 And you're like measly. It's more the principle <laughs> than it is the dollar. It is. It's because like oh, if I let you get away with dollar eighty, then you're gonna get away with five. Then you're gonna try with two. Yeah. Whatever. And the stuff. Case, yeah. And I don't need a dollar eighty. It's the principle. And I just yeah. remember I went out. I don't remember why, but I had change in my hand. Oh, I probably had like a dollar. I probably grabbed like a dollar seventy-five and change. 
And I fucking just threw it at her. It didn't hit her. She was far enough away into her car and stuff. I go, you fucking need this more than I do. <laughs> and just threw it at her. And then her mom came in the next day. Oh my and I go, let your fucking adult child handle her own fucking problems and tell her to grow the fuck up. Shoeyville. I want to take a road trip and go to the Goodwill there now. No, there's no Goodwill there. Oh, it's so shit. small. Do you know where Cedar Ridge Winery is? Uh, in Solon? I do. So it's the other town across the highway that's smaller than that. There's nothing in that town There's except two bars. There's literally nothing. Really? Yeah. Man, I thought it was a lot farther away than that. No, it's just south of Cedar Rapids. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we could literally make a day trip over there and go there. But it yeah. might. But it sounds Good like Luck, Charlie is <laughs> yeah. what it was called. Good Luck, Charlie. No, that's the name of a Disney No, show. that's what it was. Good luck, no. Charlie. Good Time, Charlie? Good Time, Charlie. Good Time, Charlie. That was what yeah. it was. But Basically that, a Bennigan's? No. no. Oh, okay. It no, was like a, like a road, roadhouse. Oh, okay. Like a motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, it was in the middle of nowhere, just yeah. whatever. But I always, see, I always like forget a, I work there. A small town tavern. Yeah. What was their claim to fame? Nothing. Nothing. That's great. The they bar had, next to them was a, the bar next one was the claim to fame, and they had burned down too. And that was called Shoeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. So, anyways. Okay. There's probably really no asshole in the story because we don't know yeah. all the other details. And so I guess you could call the person who wrote the text message and saying our trustees. Yes. Wrote this I rule. wouldn't even consider them an asshole. That's, that's just a fucking messenger. Don't shoot them. Yeah. Like the asshole is whoever made this policy necessary. That's true. I I'm out loud laughing at the fact that there is no bar manager. There's no leader in the bar management system. Right. right? Like, yeah. Right. There's policy and they sometimes it's all you need. But right. I don't know. Yeah. I remember in this post, my eyes, I go, because they cut off the number, right? Uh-huh. I'm like, what's their number? I have some issues with this, <laughs> this statement, dot, dot, dot. You know? <laughs> I want to get a hold of them to let them know. But, but again, this woman who posted, she probably may saw this as, screen, as a screenshot from some other conversation or yeah. who knows, but whatever. Okay. So this is going to be a weird score. So again, the scoring system is one through five. One okay. being average story through your eyes, not the general but your specific eyes, five being unique situations. So I guess at the end of the day, how we're looking at the story is how many times have you got random text messages from your boss about some random fucking policy that you don't agree with? One. This is a one. Yeah. Every fucking day. <laughs> with you? Yes. Well, that, and I mean, in the restaurant industry, like yeah. there's a, there's a, this, this sounds like a very common occurrence where a server isn't taking orders, isn't doing their mm-hmm. job. They're having people come up to the bar to order drinks and the bartender is making their drinks. And then the server is complaining because she's not getting this many tips because the bar made the drinks, blah, 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 whatever. So scale of one to five or wait, scale of one to 10. On one to five. five. One to five on how... How fascinating I found this story. Like how wild um, do you think it or is? Or how like unique the story is, is, is too. this is a story uh just like run of the mill every day one? Or is it something you've never heard? It's by? definitely a one and boring, and I find everything related to corporations boring. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. So okay, so I, I was thinking more about this on why maybe they became the policy. Okay. Sitting here thinking about it. Maybe the bartenders used to make the drinks for the people. But they never got rang in. Either they didn't, or either the server didn't ring them in mm-hmm. because, like, hey, you know, Tracy, I need you to ring in this and this. I made this for that guy. Oh, right. okay. Never rings them in. Right. You know, or, you know, maybe that's maybe why they're doing this policy now because things aren't getting accounted for when they're being made, which is possible. Which is possible. Yeah. And I also see the weak link with no bar manager. And now you've got, Waitresses against, or I'm sorry, waiters, servers, 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 servers versus yeah. bartenders, the classic. Yes. yes. And mm. so everyone's just against each other uh-huh. and there's no one saying this is the policy with the exception of the people they do not see. Right. right. And that's the real frustration. Right. And that sucks because we're in a hospitality industry. Like servers and bartenders are fucking like brothers and sisters. Yes. It's like, all fine when they leave and have their shot or whatever. And they come over to right. the bar at the end of the night, right. I'm sure, but still. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds like some somebody was complaining because they weren't getting tipped enough and now they have to have a policy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then the person who's complaining is probably not taking very good care of their tables and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. So are we all in agreement that this is a one? Yep. One. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. I don't think we've ever had a all agreement Unanimous. one story. So if you have a, a story like this, which is unusual or maybe different, we'd love to hear it. Even if it's a one We'd love to hear it. If you hear this and this was your 
your <laughs> restaurant. You were- <laughs> Please provide me more information yeah. because this just seems like people being catty for the sake of being catty. Mm-hmm. But also, Lost. again, with this group, people put semi shit and just stirs the fucking pot. That's why I can barely read some of this shit. <laughs> I don't like to read stirred pots. <laughs> but I, I, what I think I was trying to say earlier I is, read it anyway. is what before we started die bar thing is I'm more or less come back from a cocktail world. So like mm-hmm. seeing how different bartenders in different environments handle situations or what situations are presented to them because they're in certain different types mm-hmm. of bars, not saying ones are better or different, just different Yeah. or different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. That is like yeah. South right. handle things completely yeah. different. Right. Again, it's not bad or good. I'm just saying it's completely different than I would handle yeah. situations. What will they allow before their time is up there? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like this, the whole story is starting from the, the comment. So we're supposed to tell people we can't serve them with the crying, laughing face emojis. My agency has gone through some big changes over the past few months and people have been complaining about these changes and, oh, we're supposed to do this and this and this now. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. You're supposed to do it. Just fucking do it. Shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and just do do it. Sign it's off. your job. Mm-hmm. It's your job. Yeah. Do your job. I like that. It's almost like just a motto at this point. I would like to wear a shirt like tattooed across my eyebrow. Do your job. Do your job. <laughs> it's your fucking just job. Do your do job. It. Yeah. But that's not my job. I'm going to help you. <laughs> yes, it's your job to tell people. <laughs> this eyebrow says, this isn't my job. <laughs> isn't yeah. my job. Right. Or whatever uh, eyelids you wink at. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it not me. Okay. <laughs> do your job. <laughs> But it's if, you, if you want to share the story, we do have a subreddit called Do You Want to Start a Tab? The mm-hmm. link for that subreddit is in the description of any podcast you're listening to this on. Yes. Is that a good way to explain that? Yes, that's okay. much better. Perfect. <laughs> and then if you do not like to write your stories, you can leave us up to a three-minute voicemail, 563-277-0072. And we are going to take a union break and make some margaritas. Love it. All right, so we are back with some margaritas with the tequila that you made. Cheers, ladies. So I did made a. I thought I made them stronger. I did two ounces of tequila, half ounce contro, three fourths lime, three fourths simple. Use lemon. Yes. Lemon. That's correct because we don't have lime juice right now. It's upstairs. I literally made super juice. You made lemon juice. Oh, you're right. That's why. So no, this is delightful. It's different. <laughs> But it's good. It's really great. It's yeah. very fresh. I mean, I, I, we've made margaritas with lemon juice, and I yep. think it's they're just as good, 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 good and book, <laughs> just as good as yeah. lime. But lime is, yeah. you know. So, anyways, all right, Miss Nicole, okay. it's your turn. What store do you got popping for us today? Okay, so like I was saying earlier, before the cameras were rolling, I was like. You know, oh, I'm going to go tonight. And am I nervous? Am I nervous? Yeah, of course. You know, a little bit nervous. What am I going to say? What am I going to say? That's why we make drinks for everyone. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I'm so much safer behind the bar, behind some sort of like business facade than I am just being like my own social self. Or it's like, ah, oh, no, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, but aforementioned environment that I managed before I managed here was this very new business. I worked for owners or I worked for a investment company who had um, like 12 or 15 ownerships, you know, like they all had a, a portion in it. And then we had a general manager who God love him, I, who I'm working alongside, who is highly controversial. Like I said, God love him. He is my friend, highly controversial, man. Um, just at any given moment, you just don't know what's going to pop off. Like it's just, there are no fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Even though we held that we hold this shit together. We anyway, cat hair is just flying through the air (laughs) um so i was there you know this is like we're like 10 months into it probably and and we have live music one night i'm behind the bar we had three or four servers who had phased out it's probably 11 30 12 at night it's in the millwork district it's in a building where there's um apartment complexes upstairs and like they're all fancy and it's you know it's high dollar apartments and uh you know the place is supposed to be quiet hours after 11 and we had live music going still and things are just pumping mm-hmm. and I'm feeling like we're all having a great time, but I'm noticing, I'm obviously aware that people are intoxicated and this and that. And you don't know when people come in, how intoxicated they are. Right. You don't, it's your job to be serve safe and all these things. And, you know, and to be on your best, you know, awareness of how intoxicated someone is, but it's, 
You don't know if they slammed four shots in the in the car before they walked the door. Right. You don't right. know when they're going to tip their scale. You have no idea. Did they just do a bunch of coke in the bathroom and then yeah, they came up right. to your bar? Which usually sobers people up, and I feel a little more comfortable with that even sometimes. <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, go get your medic and come back. I don't want to be responsible for you until then. Um, yeah, our industry is wild, right? So anyway, we've got live music, and we've got... And then we've got, and I'm just going to call you out, Robert. Um, we've got Robert, who's also management there at the time. Very dear friend of mine, just a wild card. Mm -hmm. And he has some friends in there and the guys are just, and then we've got some of the investors there who are also wild cards mm -hmm. and they, everybody's drinking. So we have one guy pass out <clears throat> live music going. It's past quiet hours. Things are elevating. And I'm like, ah, just it's my job right now to keep everything reined in. I'm the mother of this entire ship. Mm -hmm. This is just chaos. I can feel it brewing. Anyway, they can't get the drunk guy into a cab because then you've got legality issues, this and that. And we had this den off the bar and it has curtains. It doesn't have curtains on the interior, but it has a fireplace and it has several comfy couches. Right. They escort that guy in there and they lay him down. We forget about him, right? So everybody's <laughs> forgotten about him, except for the <laughs> motherfucker with the magic marker. He goes in, he's got now a mustache. And <laughs> well, he got the shoes on, right? If you pass out, yeah. you pass out with your shoes on, <laughs> you can mic a marker. Right. So now they got his shirt up and he's got smiley faces <laughs> on his gut. And like, it's just like, well, so now I forgot about that guy. But now, it's probably 45 minutes to an hour later. Who knows? Time is an illusion. So <laughs> we've got uh, the music still pumping. We're serving a full bar. Mm -hmm. Maybe one or two, like, you know, waitresses are still flying around serving the tables. And there's a guy walking towards me. And he's actually a patron of mine now. He's one of my owners. His girlfriend's one of their best friends. Okay. And, I, and I love them. And, and he's reined it in. But he's wobbling towards me and he wants another Jim Beam. And I'm like, ah, this is that time I have to say absolutely no. Right. But instead he starts dancing and it's fun. And I don't know what happens, but that motherfucker hits the ground. Oh, my God. And he hits his head on the table as he goes down. Oh. He slices his head open. <clears throat> and we're like, OK, people are rushing to help. Him. Everybody's drunk. I'm on the other side of the bar. I'm the only manager on duty. And, you know, people are putting napkins on his head and we're calling 911. Mm -hmm. Basically, the music is still playing. The drunk guy is still on the couch in the other room with the curtain pulled with yeah. fucking marker shit drawn on his belly and whatnot, whatnot. And I'm just thinking, this is chaos. Right. And so we uh, have the police come and we have the ambulance come. The music does stop. Yeah. And the the girlfriend, you know, is there by his side and, and they concuss him they, they you know wound him like batter his wounds whatever the case is like band bandage his wounds right right and they escort him out on a stretcher <sighs> music starts playing again but what i realized was is these four or five police officers who are wandering through everything watching the like like looking for i don't know what they're they had to be there period i don't even know but i do know that in all the chaos and the high capacity they did not notice the drunk guy completely passed out on the couch. <laughs> they didn't notice that, you know, like we had like no one was cleaning up blood with with the right attire. PPE. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I Bar remember, napkins. Let's get this up. It, yeah. I was like, where do these rags go? You know, like we can't put them in a, in a garbage bag and throw them away. And like people were still it, it just went on as usual. And that was like and I'm just thinking like I'm doing everything possible except for shutting everything down because I have Robert there. I mean, in all of his friends who are investors, I have to do what they say. I mean, that's how I felt because right. I'm not going to look at five guys and be like, we need to close. Yeah. <laughs> we need to close this bar right now. Um, and the show went on the, the police left. So 45 minutes later, the, you know, the stretcher goes out, the blood's cleaned up. The music starts back up again. It's now like 1, 130, <laughs> 145. People are still getting hammered and fucked up. And I'm trying to meet, I need at this point, like, I'm just doing my best. Right. I'm just doing my best. And then it was like, literally, I mean, I had probably said like 145. Last call, music needs to end. Usually we're way down by now. Everything has to be off the bar by two o'clock. Like right. you have to be, you, everything has to be done. Right. You right. know, like, and it was just, I the whole night was like, boom, boom, boom. It was like 159. Oh my God. And I'm like screaming at this point. I'm like, enough is enough. Like, you people leave, go to the office, go downstairs, go right. to your apartments, whatever the case is. Like, go to your cars. I don't care. This is over. Drunk guy still passed out on the couch. <laughs> Chaos, because that building, you could lock the exterior. 
you can lock the exterior mm -hmm. uh, doors and mm -hmm. no one else can come in and the party can see, keep going, you know? Right. Um, which it did on occasion. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, that's, that, at that point, it's a private party. Yeah, it's right. a private party. different yep. situation. Which yep. we did on occasion. So I guess the, here's, the, here's the fun kicker of the whole thing. I had a jealous boyfriend at the time. Um, and it's like two in the morning. And I'm telling you what, I had done my best the entire night to keep everything I don't think I was even, I wasn't even really, I, pr I probably had some shots, whatever, but you I was were hurting cats. I was really on my fucking game. Right. Yeah. Right. I was like, I'm really, like, I am the person here that has to keep all this shit together. So I'm in the office at this point, counting money. It's like two 20 in the morning and the jealous boyfriend arrives at the oh office door with the police to say that I'm in the office having an affair or something. I don't even know. Like he made up and I'm in there counting money, just thinking, get me out of here. Like, right. just get me out, get me out of here. Please. Right. So we still have the drunk guy on the couch. We still have people partying. We've got the music finally ended. You know, like things mm -hmm. are still dissipating. All the liquor has to be gone. Mm -hmm. All I remember thinking was I can't do this long-term. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't do this job long-term. And I did it for, Another, you know, two months and then gave it like a two or three month break, went back because I'm a glutton for punishment <laughs> and then gave it another six months before. And then more things like that happened, you know, like, but that one was really like, what else is, where does, where's the threshold for no? Right. What is, you know, like, you're contemplating are, big life decisions at that point. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, and the police officer, you know, I'm in the, I invite him in, like I'm doing money. Like there's nothing crazy going on here. Like. He has some issues right now and they're called insecurity issues mm -hmm. and I'll deal with that later. And I'm sorry that you were called to whatever is going on here. And I looked at him and I, when the police left and cause they were like, Oh, we see you know, like, so you're just doing your job. Like, right. right. And he was like, I looked at him and I was like, I'll handle this later. Like you need to leave. Like, and he, the police told him you stay away from her for like the night or whatever. And I was like, this is, this my life. Right. Like, is this, I think like things have really been brought. Like I, I'm in a much different space now. I'm more mature, <laughs> <laughs> but holy shit. That was nuts. I can't even, I don't even know what happened to the drunk guy on the couch. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Like we sit there until like five in the morning. Wakes Probably. Up. Where the fuck I, left, am I? I left. I was like, I'm not, I'm not staying for this. I was like, this is on you, Robert. And right. The owners, if the owners and the investment team are still there, yep. That's yep. not this, a is, this is your bar. Yeah. I'm fucking out of here. I'm right. out of here. Yep. Right. And then the guy with the you concussion. You don't pay me enough to deal with this shit. <laughs> right. No. They actually pay me pretty damn well. <laughs> but yeah. Um, after that though, like, uh, you know, I don't know. Music got chilled back. We yeah. did. We had to rein things in. Things changed a little bit for a while. Um, so people were banned. Which is always a joke there too, because um, they ban, they come back in like jesters, you know, mm -hmm. like oh, well, now I'm part of the entertainment, whatever the case is. Um, but I do know the guy with the concussion; he has a scar. <laughs> so at this bar, basically <laughs> all the tables in the bar area are, are high tops, top yes, high tops, yeah. and they're all on top of each other. So mm -hmm. like, it's not like he he fell like fourteen inches and just. Bam, hit a table. Like, it's not like a, yeah, it's all, they're all high tops. So yeah. you're going to hit, and they're yeah. all on top of each other. So yeah. you're going to, he, he probably hit a couple things <laughs> on the way down. I, I'm sure he did. <laughs> he, you hit every branch, like, And honestly, he's not that tall. He's a little bit heavy. So, I mean. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, criminy. So it's a circus is what you're saying. It's a fucking, well, you know, we made reference to, I always say, there's a few bars that you can definitely call adult playgrounds. Yeah. And I manage one, but we also keep our composure. Like mm -hmm. we're, you know, like I'm, I close the door too. Well, yeah. Okay. I feel like all bars are adult playgrounds to yes. some degree, there's, but then there are, there are the, there are the playgrounds that require parental supervision. And then there are the playgrounds that don't just full right. abandoned. There's some that require parental supervision and they're just completely abandoned. Mm -hmm. Right. And I like to go to those bars. Those are my <laughs> bars. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Like, yeah. I mean, there, so there are bars that require you to be a grown up, and there are bars that serve underage. Oh, those people. are bullshit bars. Fuck yeah. those bars. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> Heard. Yeah. Those are just volume. Yeah. Bars. Yeah. With sh shitty shots. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I, I mean, feel like that bar falls somewhere in between, but closer to the party bar. The one that we were talking, the aforementioned. The, the aforementioned the one, one that, that we you were named that we named. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh the millwork bar that that shall not be named. Yeah. So it's funny is because that bar is we took over the spot right next to that bar. Yeah. And so when we so it's a ballroom event center. 
and we read their amenities. Like, what did they advertise as their amenities? And one of the amenities was, we provide crowd control. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> at an event center, you have to provide crowd control? And so we all laughed at that. Why so would they even say that? Just to, it's called smoke and mirrors. Because, because people, because people who go to that bar try to go to the party to because it's a DJ. Crash you the party. Know, trying, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. they're getting drunk and they're yeah. like, that's why. And all like, they do is like that interior courtyard door. That's all yeah. they do. Yeah, it's so funny that we, <laughs> I've never heard it as a mentity as being crowd control. It's just a key. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that building is beautiful and I love it. I honor it. I worship it like a goddamn temple. I really yep. do. I've had great times in that building and I will continue to go back there. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how, I don't know if funny is the right word to say, but it's interesting how many reader, uh, things have been in and out of that bar. Like, yeah. I remember they, there was a bar, what's it called? The Iron. The Iron Bar was previous to where we right, were. They were trying yeah. to make it into a cocktail bar. And I remember going there. Did you work there? Well, Max headed it for a while, and it ran really well when he was there as a cocktail. But bar. there was someone out Then when it was there. After I, that, he left. It was like four managers of like. Yeah, because I remember I go there. Throw the cards up in the air and see where they land. And there was classic know. cocktails, and I would order like, this fucking thing sucks. Yeah. Like, it was just like, there's no way this thing can be so. And then someone's yeah. like, you're just pretentious. I'm like, Mm-mm. no. It's I, like I, classic I, for I, a reason. It's a classic for a reason. And when you fuck this up. Yeah. Uh, so but, anyway, let's rein it in. Let's go back to Nicole's yes. story. Uh, I'm going to say ownership are the assholes in this story. It wasn't me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you can only I mean, do so much as one right, person. Right. But if, but if your owners mm-hmm. are in your bar mm-hmm. and they see you in the weeds mm-hmm. and beyond the weeds, mm-hmm. you're in chaos at this point. Mm-hmm. They should care enough about their investment. Mm-hmm. Yep. To rein it in, at least. Mm-hmm. But what if they're intoxicated? And on other, they things. shouldn't be intoxicated in their establishment. That is a good debate right there. Yeah. Yep. Like, if you want to drink in your establishment, I can get behind that. Yeah. But you should not be too intoxicated mm-hmm. to provide oversight. Yeah. It is. It is not your personal playground. Even Correct. though you pay all the bills, you do all this. You do not get to go in there and yeah. do whatever the fuck you want because right. breaking laws and setting bad examples will only lead to worse right. business. Right. And what it comes down to is, if you if you are not respecting your establishment, mm-hmm. who's going to? Right. Mm-hmm. And that comes down to being, you know, self aware. I mean, your ego, letting your allowing your ego to run rampant in your environment sets the tone for people around you, but it also is your reputation. If you, if you have so much ego that your reputation doesn't matter. Okay. You're on your own. Right. I mean, but if you're a humane person that has, you know, a conscientious lifestyle that, you know, has integrity, you like you should, and you have a slip up night. Right. We get it. Right. Right. But when you operate that way, right. right, The threshold is dangerous. Right. Yeah. Like I can't imagine, like I hope to have my own bar in a couple months or whenever later mm -hmm. this year. I could not imagine just sitting at my own bar and getting shit faced and letting my guests who come into my bar to enjoy themselves, right. seeing the person who's supposed to run this bar and own right. it yeah. completely off the off Like the chain. imagine you own a bar yeah, and you see a customer fall down, bust their head open. Yeah. The first thing through your mind should not be, oh, let me get another drink. The first thing through your mind is, fuck, that's a liability. Right. Right. How did we get this far? I that is a hardcore liability. I made it through that. I don't know. With the exception that I was like, truly like, this is under control. We've done everything. We, you know, like all the A, B's and C's have been checked, whatever the case is. Right. In retrospect, that was a fuck show. Mm-hmm. Like just, I mean, it was a fuck show that night, but. I, I, you had all the elements for a perfect storm, right? Yeah. You had music. <laughs> music always yeah. provides this like adrenaline, <laughs> like fun time. Right. Like, ooh, this is my song, you know, <laughs> yeah. and everything like that. And then obviously alcohol. Mm-hmm. And then you get the owner with other investors having a good time. They want to make sure all the guests are having time. So they're probably buying them shots. They're yeah. just going up to them and, you know, putting themselves in conversations of other groups that they didn't really need to be there. They're just like, this is my place. Let's all have fun. You know, like we it's- were relatively new. Right? right. So, and we were, you know, we were consistently growing. So we were those, like we were stretching, growing like all the time there. Like it was really, and I think they've found their plateau or their baseline now. Which is a good thing. Um, I wouldn't say they have the greatest servers in the world, the greatest partners in the world at this point. They kind of like, 
say this because I really value and appreciate some of these people. Um, but you know, like they're not striving for the greatest cocktail at this point. Right. They're craving, they're striving to be a, a sports bar. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. if the, I don't even know if they're doing that. I don't even know what they're doing. I don't know what, I don't know it's what their main point objective bar-y. is. Yeah. It wants to be a sports bar, but it, wants to do other things. There's an yeah. identity crisis, sure. yeah. but that's yeah. a conversation we can have all yeah, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. to this conversation. Decor, but decor is cocktail bar atmosphere is sports bar. Yep. It's, yeah. I tell people it's a mullet. It's yep. a party up front <laughs> and business in the back because the back side of it, where you have hey, the it's leather, the right. It's the opposite of a mullet. I don't know what the fuck that is, but, um, that's a, a Karen. A Karen. but yeah, but like, shit, it's, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> So, again, this is going to be another interesting story to rate because there are so many variables, like, but it's also, like, it's not that uncommon for owners to, like, it's, it's what Bar Rescue makes Bar Rescue. Hold on. Hold on. Bar Rescue thrives on bars like this, where it's mismanaged. Owners come in and do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Managers are trying to do what they can, but they're not, they're not empowered or they their have the, yeah. authority or their um what's the other word when you come in and someone overrides you i will say this for me i was just female oh, that yeah. too that sorry. too yeah no nope, yeah. don't be sorry it's but, true i yeah. mean in in places like that there's a you either try to fight it or there's a there's this learned helplessness where it's I like it. <laughs> where it's like i can't change it yeah so i just am gonna Keep my head above water. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but manage like managing a place like that had to have been impossible. Gurgle, gurgle, and finesse are basically the <laughs> yeah. equilibrium here. Right. Right. Do what you can, but you can't do much. Right. Yeah. So. And it was fun too. Don't get no. me wrong. No, There's yeah. so much, so much fun loving. So many good feelings going on there. There's. The music was wonderful. The intentions were great. The, f- the fun after fun parties were fun. You know, like, right. It was great. But as far as running a business goes, man, did I learn a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what what not to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So how are we, what Let's are we going to rate this John story? John Taffer here really quick. John Taffer, what would you, what would you rate this story? Yeah. <laughs> this is a one. This is I see this every fucking day. This is what no I built, built my empire on. Right. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, just the addition of blood. For me, mm. okay. That when it, you when you add serious injury, yeah, because that's a concussion that could lead to other things. Yeah. Uh, that could lead to your bar getting shut down because people overserved or people. Which yeah. is not specifically saying you, no. but just in general. Oh, no, no, no. I was like part of said, the whole shebang, right? And I take accountability. And the man on the couch never—he didn't leave my. He was out of sight, but he wasn't out of my mind. I did go check on him several times. Right. I was very thankful the police didn't see him through the window. Yeah. Right. That was the biggest deal. It was like Jesus Christ. Like we've drawn on this man now. I, right. I did check his pulse several times right that, like, right <laughs> yeah and there's, there's a fine line for how like adults are adults you should be able to choose what you can do but like yeah. at some point you need another adult to tell you now nah, man i was the only one yeah and i was the only one that night and that's wild yeah and that's wild yeah because mm-hmm. like it's your job yeah again do your job your job is to not overserve people like mm-hmm. everybody gets overserved everybody overserves but like there's a line and you know where that line is. Mm-hmm. Don't cross it. And you didn't cross it. You told mm-hmm. the guy he was cut off and he still cracked mm-hmm. his head open. Mm-hmm. But still. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said that and all I could see was him dancing. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I was like, good Lord. <laughs> it's wild. Just, mm-hmm. just wild. I'm going to say 3.2 because shitty management is not out of the norm mm-hmm. um people being overserved and falling asleep and getting drawn on get falling down cracking their heads up and not common but it happens not common but it happens okay cool i want to work i i don't ever want to experience anything worse than that to be quite honest <laughs> yeah well and i mean it's, it's not always necessarily bad it could be good like yeah. hey management or ownership actually took care of the situation that have been a five <laughs> <All right. laughs> ah, okay but no i think like if said son went around you yeah. know what guys we're gonna shut this down i don't want to lose my bar right right because that would have been responsible mm-hmm. and and if you've learned you know anything from working in the industry you know that people aren't that for the most part so what are you telling, trying to are you trying to tell me that alcohol Makes people do irresponsible things. Yes. Bullshit. <laughs> he just called bullshit on you. 
what's, what's do your we want to look at your rap sheet? <laughs> oh! Do you have a printer long enough to print that all that shit off? <laughs> you got one of those like lipers. <laughs> 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 I just snored and I haven't snored in a long time. That's the second time today. <laughs> Oh, you did it! You did it while we we're off camera. You did it too. I was gonna make fun of you for it. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> Self awareness is not my strong point. But see, like in my mind, because I worked there for one day. <laughs> you were one of those like in between five managers between Max and I. Yeah, but also. I was also in the middle of applying for the Rural Lounge, and they offered oh, me the yeah. job. I'm like, well, oh, I'm going to go there. No, because that was after I, was, I left as manager. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm going to give this a 2-2 because I'm, I've been in more scenarios than Riley has in the bar industry. I've seen more shit like this, and I've been a part of those after parties of yep. things getting locked down. Like, yeah. let's party and let's go overboard. Yeah, so. everything like, happened that night before we were locked down, except right. for the cops coming because my ex-boyfriend was a weirdo. That's, which, that, which, that's, that's, and that's why I, I got like, the I extra. That's why I got the extra one point for me is because like it, your night wasn't done. No, and I probably didn't just naturally fall asleep until like four forty-five a.m. You know what right. I mean? Like, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, I love this industry. I'm addicted. <laughs> it is. It is. A weird fucking addiction for sure. Like I'm not saying you have to be addicted to drugs or alcohol, but no, just the addiction, no, no. like the yeah. the adrenaline yeah. and like the so the chaos and <laughs> yeah, that's why I like yeah. pain. So, so I get to rate my own story. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I brought the story to the table thinking it was a wild one. Do I have other stories? Yeah. I'm gonna give this one a four point two. Okay. I think this one's special to me. I thought it was fucking crazy. It is fucking, <laughs> it is crazy. It is fucking crazy. And there is no, there's no gonna, doubt about that. What I'm going to do is it's not, this is not to like tell you, cause again, this is through your eyes and what yes. you want to write the story through the eyes that you've seen and yeah. not seen. I'm going to get, I'm going to throw you a couple Sports. of our podcasts <gasps> okay. where, where we feel the stories are more fucking, fucking crazier outlandish. and. If yes. you agree, cool. If you don't, that's yes. again, this is again, this is all what we yeah, perceive. I have not watched them all. No, <laughs> I've dabbled in a few. Do you know how many times we'll fucking start reading the story in like one paragraph? And I think I've already read this story before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's all good. Yeah. We don't expect everyone to listen to every episode. More life experiences bring it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's wild because you get like we've gotten stories from people who live in Florida. Oh, okay. That's a whole different caliber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not even uh there's one gentleman decided he got too fucked up on multiple substances and got kicked out of a bar and he had sharpies marked on his hand oh so this guy's not allowed anymore all kinds of shit now yeah Yeah. and then he decided to lick the sharpie off of his hands trying to get back into the bar but he sharpie a little so he couldn't get he didn't have sharpies on hands anymore so he could get in he got in but then they instantly knew it was him because it was all over his face what a whack job. But the whole the whole story leading up to that is what a clown. Yeah. Yes. And I hung out with him last last summer for two days. It was great. Sorry, he's, bro. No, he's great. He knows it. He does, he told us the story. So yeah. he's okay, great. Good. Yeah. But all I gotta I'm say like, is, Sharpie doesn't come off, does it? Like you have to really smear it all over your face. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Go home. Go home. Right. Come on. You you tell me you've never been that fucked up. You just your heels deep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just don't be a dick. I'm Tip your bartenders. Of a lot of things I've done. And drink responsibly. Yeah, yeah. 